Hey everyone, what is going on and welcome to the Hangeo Podcast, a reggaeton podcast dedicated to talking all things La Musica Urbana in English. Now, I am your host, Ivan, and joining me today are, again, my two co-hosts from our previous podcast, episode one, on who is the true king of reggaeton. If you guys haven't heard that, make sure you guys listen to that. But back to what I was saying. Welcome, mean back. My co-host is uh, none other than Miss Cari Torres. Cari, how are you? How's the heat? Does Dallas have heat right now? Uh, Dallas is very bipolar. Um, so it, ha- it, co- it goes up and down, but, you know, we get some sunshine. So it's pretty okay today. Pretty okay today. Nice, nice. Uh, and of course, coming back is the other part of this podcast. Uh, some would say uh, my tokayo because of the name. But uh, what is going on all the way from Pasadena, California? It is none other than Ivan Hernandez. Ivan, what is going on? Man, just hanging in here. Uh, a little bit of heat wave in California. I don't know about Dallas, but in LA area, definitely heat wave. We were, I think, peaking closer to 100 a couple of days ago. Yeah. So yeah, nothing like quarantine in the heat now, you know? That's true. Benito said the AC, right? That, absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> Alrighty then. So welcome to another episode of the Hangeo. Today we have quite the topic at hand. It is reggaeton versus trap. Is it the same thing? Is it two different genres? What is it that we're going to be talking about? Well, we're going to be giving you guys an in-depth look on what both of these genres are and how to maybe kind of distinguish both of them because there's a fine margin that is uh be- between reggaeton and trap and i and when i say trap i mean i mean latino trap you know because uh, the trap that is known here in the states is completely different to than what we're going to be talking about but that's for you guys to kind of know um so yeah it's, it's, it's interesting what uh, just kind of at first glance without really going too much into it like we will but just kind of give me your thoughts on this concept because it is a concept that is talked a lot about um you know it, it's it, you know this is rap this is trap this is reggaeton and this is and that what, what is kind of like your first you know at glimpse look of it uh, i'll throw it to you first Scotty. i'm gonna say throw it to ivan first <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Gotti just completely threw it to you, Ivan. So, I mean, what, what's your opening opening uh, statement in it's that? It's good to know we can do that. Um, I might have to do that later on. That's just so like 95 or something. <laughs> um, do it. <laughs> I think, so is there a distinguished difference? I think that there definitely is. Um, I think much like if we're talking about music in general, like if we're talking about, say, hip-hop and trap in the States in English, trap music in English is kind of like a subgenre of hip-hop. And I would say that very, that's very much the case also in the Latin world. Um, Spanish trap, trap Latino, you know, whatever you want to call it, is in some way a subgenre of reggaeton. And I don't think that it could exist as mainstream as it does today without reggaeton. Interesting, interesting. Gotti? That's a good, that's a good... Um good way to to kind of lay it out i think i think without reggaeton trap doesn't exist that's a that's a very good point um there is a fine line and obviously people who don't know what reggaeton is can easily mesh them up and label them under oh it's the same thing and it's like no it's not you know and this is why i think we're having this this podcast because obviously people just generalize oh it's the same beat oh, you know, it's, it's, you know, the artist is the same. Like, no, obviously we have many artists that have dipped into the, the trap and it's just been recently. You know, obviously we have like the mainstream and we'll definitely get to it. Some of the mainstream artists who have done all their like mainstream music and have recently dipped into that category and they label it under one and it's not. So I think that's a good um, way that Ivan laid it out as it's a subgenre and without or there's no trap. I don't know what you think, Ivan. Now, that's interesting. Um, I think you guys make both very good points. And I think that's something that we're going to talk about in this podcast. Um, and really, uh, we'll make kind of an end conclusion at the end of this. It's just to see where we stand on reggaeton versus trap. But um, you guys bring everything that, uh, th- that a lot of people bring to the table in regards to this argument is that, you know, 
trap is being considered reggaeton when reggaeton should be considered only reggaeton and trap should be considered trap and it's interesting because i guess we'll just start diving right into all of this is that you know it is trap considered reggaeton right it, and ivan i think you said it perfectly i don't think you can categorize it as reggaeton because it's different right the, the beat is different there's there's subtle differences though that you have to be kind of really peculiar about to really kind of you know distinguish them because sometimes they do mesh very very well um and the reason why uh is because you know a lot of reggaeton reggaeton artists are starting to incorporate that trap sound but they keep that dembo still in the reggaeton music um so basically my first question to you guys and and to the general audience as well is does trap deserve to have or deserve to be its own genre because that is something that a lot of people are arguing is trap should be its own genre trap is not reggaeton just the way that people know that reggaeton is not trap trap is not reggaeton so is the argument valid for these people that make it that that say no we are not um uh we are not kind of a, a, a subgenre of reggaeton we are our own thing is that a valid point to make? Do you guys think is trap or should trap be considered its own genre? I think it should. I think especially like when we have the awards, you know, like best song of the year, you have like, let's say three definitely mainstream songs and then you have like two trap songs where you're like, well, this is not fair because those two last ones are trap. They're not reggaeton. They're very different. You know what I mean? So i think i think trap should be in its own self i think obviously the evolution of now so many artists dipping into that category which is fine but i think when you compare you know like the example that i gave it clearly shows you can't really judge all of them off of one like obviously like if if there was three reggaeton and two trap and you're like what's the best reggaeton song you're like well better reggaeton would be like with these top you know top three but the best trap would be out of these, you know, two. So I think, I think, I think now with evolution, there's so many people that being the trap. There should be categorized into trap. Like if I hear a song, I'm like, oh, it's trap. Cool. I'll put it into, you know, my trap playlist versus I'm not going to incorporate it into just my reggaeton. Cause I feel like to me, it's just different. I don't know what you guys think. Ivan, what is your take on it? Yeah, I think Kadi actually touched on a very, um, almost like touchy subject when it comes to the award shows you know you, you look at these and it goes for i mean it can be any award show grammy Premio Nuestro, whatever right and both actually even english and in spanish music i think that you have a lot of these genres or artists in some genres of music um and it's considered a some genre just because it's influenced by like the more significant genre but could it be a standalone genre for sure but i think that that's maybe like almost even a deeper issue we have as a society that we have to label everything. Everything has to be labeled as a genre, right? Or if you, um, you know, upload your music onto iTunes or Apple Music or Spotify, it has to be labeled something, right? So you have an artist that maybe is in a award category, like Kai said, that's a more of a trap and solely identifies a trap, has never, you know, featured or anything on a reggaeton song, but because of how categorizing works, they have to be considered as a reggaeton artist. Um, so I think that there's a lot of artists out there that would definitely feel there's very strong differences in between the genres and that it should be a standalone genre that is, you know, does its own thing and is known for its own entities versus reggaeton that maybe, like I said, even though I do say and stick to what I said about it being kind of like there would be no trap without reggaeton, that doesn't mean that trap in today's uh, music market isn't, doesn't have a big enough audience to kind of you know fend for itself no yeah i think both of you guys bring the point up that it should have its own category and i i think um we'll get into the discussion a little bit later but you know reggaeton has battled for so long for it to actually be considered reggaeton right and and mm-hmm. you know so i think trap is, is is going through that same kind of transitional period where you're trying to have to break off and 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 kind of make yourself stand out and, and be your own standalone genre which i i think they're doing so but the thing is the, the one thing that's not helping them 
and, and I think a lot of people might agree, is that because of the popularity of trap, now the reggaeton artists have incorporated some of that style, some of that beat into their music, that it's now becoming so difficult to find differences, to find the real true differences of what trap and reggaeton is. Because back when back in the day when I'm talking about maybe 2015, when you know, when a trap song would come out, you knew that it was a trap song, right? Right away. Mm-hmm. And when a reggaeton song came out, you knew it was a reggaeton. Now there's such a great area in between. There's such a fine line in, in trying to distinguish either or because like we mentioned, so many artists are double dipping in this industry that you don't you can't base off uh, a song genre off the artist anymore. It, yeah. You just can't. And then and then your next step is to then try to distinguish it by the beat. But sometimes the beats are so similar that it's just it, it's it's hard, it's difficult. And I think a lot of people have made the mistake of saying we're just gonna call it reggaeton because they're so similar and because you have reggaeton well known artists be in in that type of music industry that you're just gonna put it all under one big umbrella and i think that is the main fighting point that some of these trap artists are saying we're not them our music is different it's more explicit it's 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 not what a reggaeton artist sings about it's not what a reggaeton artist is about and i think that's that's the interesting thing about it now how do you define trap is the real question right so I'm curious, Ivan, how would you define trap? Well, I think, I mean, that's, that's, that's really tough, you know, and I think it has more to do than um, not so much the artist for me, but the sound. Like, the, what does the instrumental sound like? What are the, what are the kind of like key concepts of an instrumental? Um, and that kind of is what I would define, how I would define trap. Because you have artists, for example, like Jay Cortez, right, that his first projects were very trap sounding, you know, and, and kind of um, would be very similar to what trap is in English. But as he's evolved, and you can't fault, and that's another thing, I guess I'm going to kind of go off a tangent, you can't fault the artist for double dipping. No, you, you know, because, because us as listeners, we also don't know how much of that is a label decision, how much yeah. is a, you know, where you, um, who sent you what for a verse or whatever, you know? But um, you have an artist, Jay Cortez, that has a song, for example, the Medusa. That I remember sending that to you guys and being like, "Yo, this is great," and you guys were kind of like, "Eh, it's alright." And I'm like, "Dang, I don't know. I think this is so good. Like, it's got flow." And I think that's another thing. It's got, it had it had bars. Like all three artists on there were spitting, right? And I think ba- Balvin can go either way, like we've said, like you're saying, kind of like go both genres. And Noel came into the scene as like this hardcore trapper who's now like probably more pop than any of them because he likes to get his vocals on and again nothing wrong with that but um i think it has a lot to do with the, the way that the content is presented and the instrumental is being used that's how i think i would go about picking and choosing what's trap and what's reggaeton because yeah the artists are double dipping and they're um you know even to say that i think it has a negative connotation but it doesn't have to be negative i think that um that's what music is right and, and your ability to be versatile is kudos to you because you have a lot of guys that probably wish they could but they can't because all they know is one thing that's true that's very true Gotti, anything to follow up on that that that's interesting i do remember when you sent and sent us that song and i i heard it and i was like it, it's to me it's more trap and i'm not digging that vibe for that the particular song with those artists i expected more you know what i mean and i was like oh they came out with a trap song which, like you said, it's there's nothing wrong with it because obviously artists are now double dipping and obviously they're dipping into two different um, audiences uh, that could land in the same one or maybe someone that has one fallen really into just the trap side of the artist. So um, to me, trap, I think there's various forms of it. I think that you have the artists that are in that mid spectrum where it's pg-13 rated r pushing it and then you have the other ones who are like rated r xxx and you know that's like the heavier kind of trap and then you have the trap that as i was thinking an example like setangana i i love the artist and he has some of the trap that it's not 
it's not PG thirteen. It's not every. It's not like super X rated. So I enjoy that his kind of trap. So you have different forms of it, which I really enjoy because the audience can dip into what they like. Obviously, the form that has been very exploited has been the X X rated because the younger kids are listening to it. The parents are questioning what is this, and obviously, therefore. They back it, it. It backfires on it, it. It lands on like, oh, reggaeton is bad. It's like, hold up, <laughs> stop right there. That's trap. <laughs> There's a difference, you know. So I think some of those uh, concepts get lost. But you know, that's kind of my interpretation of trap. That, that is interesting. Very, very interesting. And I think that's a very good argument that can be made. Now let me. Now, let me try and flip all of that you guys said on its head by giving you guys a quote from someone who we spoke very highly of in our first podcast in Who is the True King of Reggaeton, Arcángel Amarevilla, right? So when Arcángel was asked uh, when, uh, you know, about this genre, he's always said trap has always been there. It, it's always been part of the music industry. It's just now that people are taking a light to it. He said that he, he was doing it way back then with De La Ghetto. De La Ghetto said, yeah, we were, we, were, we, were, we were doing trap music back in the day. And a lot of people questioned us. A lot of people looked at us funny because of what we were doing. And when asked, what is trap? He said, basically, trap is a certain, certain beat, a certain sound, but with certain lyrics. So for him, the way he defines it is trap is an explicit music that talks about sex drugs guns money etc all illicit stuff he said all of the stuff that you do at a trap house that is trap music right he mm -hmm. said you could put a trap beat and have a love song but you can't call that trap he's like that's just r&b right and then you start falling into these kind of other subcategories of is there such a thing as a uh, trap r&b is is it was was there a loss of translation when all of these genres were coming into into the mix in in, in the uh, musica urbana world where you had people uh, with more of that trap drum beat and everything singing a little bit more about romantic songs about, about breakups about you know stuff like that and you're putting a trap beat to it some would argue that that is not trap trap has to be explicit track ha trap has to have these kind of uh, illicit things to actually make it a song that is trapped so hearing that ivan what what is your take on it, it does arcangel have a point it, is that how you solely define this genre or do you think that there is more to this definition than what he's giving us i think his definition is very textbook and and that's perfectly fine you know, because if you look at trap, like in Atlanta, like, you know, with artists that are in hip hop, the English version of it, they would probably answer that question the same way, saying that those specific contents have to be in a song for it to be considered trap. But then to kind of go to your point and flip everything we just said upside down, I think that's the beautiful thing about music, right? The music is really what the musician wants to create. And it's their kind of interpretation of and influences of what's current. And it's their version of it. And you have, and and all these artists come up with, you know, maybe they want a more trap beat, but they want to sing about their feelings and what they're going through, you know. Or maybe you do have a guy that's got, you know, some money and drugs on his, you know, coffee table, and he wants to sing like he's like I don't know, some gangster, you know, like whatever it is. I mean, it's it's the artist really picking and choosing their definition of trap, and that's perfectly okay because I think as Akai said, as the person that's choosing to listen to the music you now have that choice do you want to listen to somebody like Setangana who has like the trap kind of synth but he's also really groovy and smooth and kind of just has a completely different vibe you know or do you want to listen to like the Real Hasta la Muerte version of Anuel you know like who's very like hardcore heavy in your ear and yeah. it's just two kind of different worlds and that's perfectly I think okay because there's an audience for it and I think the most beautiful part, yeah, is when those two worlds find a way to come together. No, I, th I think you put it perfectly. Kari, anything to add to that? No, I, lo I love how Ivan described it. I think, I think that's everything you said, I totally agree with. And especially, you know, like you said, the, the artists have the freedom to kind of 
recreate their own trap with their own type of music, their own type of vibe. Like he said it perfectly, like Santangana has his own vibe. Like maybe I could consider it under like maybe a soul R&B reggaeton because he is that type of vibe. And I can definitely listen to both. I can listen to one of his songs and the next go, you know, like super hardcore because that's just the, the various spectrum that trap does have. So obviously some people kind of, get confused and i really understand it but there is two spectrums and i think in this world that we live in there is so many variations of many genres that artists have pushed the boundaries to and have double dip which is great because it just showcased there's creativity you know what i mean so no yeah i think I, I, i'm sometimes with labels it can be kind of you know cookie cutter but they they do have to exist for some reasons, but I think after that, it's kind of a free flow. No, yeah. I, I think there should be a certain kind of guideline. Okay, this beat is more in the trap lane. This beat is more reggaeton lane, right? There, there's a time where there, there's an intersection, right? Mm-hmm. That's sometimes very difficult to kind of distinguish one from the other sometimes. Um, but it's very interesting that uh, when I was doing my research on this, that uh, I found out that a lot of people in the music industry, a lot of people uh, have this sole definition of what trap is because of the explicit lines. But, you know, I, I was hearing someone else make the counter argument that I don't think music is defined by its lyrics. Music is defined by its uh, its sound. Right. That is music. That That is what qualifies music to be different from another because if it's if it's lyrics you know you can put uh sex drugs and alcohol on a country song and that's not going to be considered trap right it's the beat that makes it different and i think that's the most important part um that uh, at least the the thing that i took away from it but it's it, it is interesting to hear that a lot of people in the music industry have this connotation of what falls into the trap uh into the trap guidelines um which you know uh, it is is each to his own, right? It is really what what we could say in this situation. But um, now let's talk as to why trap now. What what is setting it apart? What is distinguishing it from everything else that is that is you know coming on? And and I know a lot of people are gonna maybe question as to why we're not including rap in this because I think again that's another subgenre that maybe comes from trap Latino. And I think that just gets a little bit too messy to kind of try to make it all together uh so we're just kind of putting all into one kind of you know little category that is going to be called trap latino and reggaeton but obviously of course the rap industry also exists but um but why trap now what you, you know why why is trap becoming such this big movement and and ivan we're talking about uh about it off camera Trap is also responsible for such of the biggest movement that we've seen in music history for the reggaeton community in this new wave of artists, right? So, what why do you guys think reggaeton is now considered trap in many ways? Or why is this trap finally uh, making its headlines? And I'm going to stop saying trap because I've been saying it for so long in this sentence. Uh, why do you guys think it's, it's finally kind of becoming this genre i think because you have the big mainstream artists like for example bad bunny who dips into it and you have that huge fan base that has grown so obviously you have those type of people who are you know making making it grow more so i think i think obviously you have you know the ogs like you said like that i get and you know like all the old you know og that have you know done it before but obviously it kind of got lost until now it's picking back up so obviously i feel with that the big mainstream reggaeton artists have definitely had had an influence bringing it back to life and they see that it's glue and that it sticks and that people are liking it so they make more more songs um i don't know what you guys think I'm going to say that that's definitely a big part of it. Um, I think that I would even go as far as saying that Bad Bunny himself is responsible for a lot of it. I think yeah. that everybody took a liking to that guy almost to seem like overnight. You know, regardless if you were listening to him in was it 2016 or whatever, when he kind of first started emerging, 
Or if you kind of just started listening a year or two ago, you know, it's like he is kind of saying he had that glue that stuck and really kind of hypnotized everybody with his sound. And his sound was very much trap. Yeah. You know, like you think about a song like Chambea, right? That was legit like trap. That is, yeah. And, and like as trap as it gets. Um, yeah. But he hasn't made a song similar to that since probably. No, you know, he's probably uh, featured in a couple, but not like his right, song. But it's like his that song. And so, yeah, he definitely touched it. But I mean, if you look at even his last album, uh, that trap essence is in a way gone. And it's more yeah. of like a reggaeton slash pop, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, and for what reason? I don't know. But I think that to follow along with that guy, for some reason, I think that also, you know, I don't know how much you guys pay attention to radio and what radio is doing, but I think radio also had a, a lot of um, a big play in that. They started playing Bad Bunny, and Bad Bunny was the guy that was kind of, you know, dictating the trap world. Mm-hmm. And the people that were maybe along with us in 20, in 2008, 2009, listening to reggaeton, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they kind of like, it's like they came out of this like hypnosis of reggaeton is terrible. And we're like, yo, I like reggaeton. I like Bad Bunny. And I think that's, I think it kind of started like that. That's kind of how the wave took over. And also how, what trap and what reggaeton is got lost in translation. It kind of just happened. Like, uh, it was just paired together as it evolved. More people began to listen to trap, but because of whatever reason, it got confused as reggaeton. But it also had to do with just kind of like you're saying the mainstream aspect that had to do with that. And, and I mean, again, I could go back to like Jay Bowen, like I mentioned, he, you know, his first album was never trap like, but he touched it and it worked for him. And so I have other artists. And so I think it's been a, that it's been a, a mixture of the big artists or you know, whoever we're considering big you know, really diving into trap or incorporating the sound that is trap. And also the fact that radio just kind of grabbed it in and said, let's do this. This is what's really popular right now. And they helped make it even more popular. I, I think you make yeah. a really good valid point. And, and I think, uh, obviously radio is, is, is essential to the music industry, right? Um, they, they, they hold a big, uh, they hold a big spoon in, 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 uh, in regards to what is done in the music industry uh, and setting some of the trends. But um, I think maybe some of that uh, trendiness has played a downfall in reggaeton and as to why you see people shift over to trap rather than reggaeton. You know, a lot of people would say, yeah, I'm going to try to listen to trap then reggaeton. Um, and a lot of artists, too, have made the jump from reggaeton to solely trying to specifically kind of focus on trap. Um, and and uh, I was doing you know this research for this podcast, and I came across this uh, this interesting topic of how reggaeton is be- has become its own downfall in uh, in itself to pave the way for trap to kind of be what reggaeton used to be, right? The music of the streets, the music of the people. It it. it it seems what reggaeton once was is no longer. And a great quote by Farruko was, he said, once he made the switch over to trap, you know, whenever he came out with his, with his trap album and, and, and they asked him, you know, he said, reggaeton basically prostituted itself to become where it is today. He's like, it, it's no longer what I as an artist wanted to be. Because it, it was no longer reggaeton. Reggaeton has now become pop. You know? And I think he has some truth to that. I, I think the reggaeton that we know now is not the reggaeton that we grew up with. Right? Let's face it. Reggaeton yeah. is pop at this point. It is popular music. So that's why I think you see a lot of people, and especially a lot of people that were in our category that were just hardcore reggaeton fans that loved you know, all of that, Wisin and Yandel in the club, you know, all that underground, DY, all that, you know, uh, Tego Calderon, all that stuff that people really enjoy because of, 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 of the sound, of the beat, of, uh, you know, kind of the, the way that they spoke about real, true world things going on. It's no longer the concept that it is today. And so I think that's why now you see that trend of trap coming in. It's because people like 
that sense of transparency. People want to hear and being able to relate. You know, it, it, people in the streets that, you know, grew up and listening to, to reggaeton now don't have a way to relate to what, you know, Shaky Shaky is. Because it's just, you know, it's, it's a good reggaeton song, but it's a pop song at this point, right? It's still reggaeton, but it's pop. It's, it, it's, it's commercialized. It's mainstream. So now you have a kid coming in like Bad Bunny who's singing to you about, uh, you know, drugs, strippers, all this stuff that people, you know, kind of like, okay, I can get to this. You know, this is not, this is not mainstream. This is not made for your average car drive. This is, this is true music. This is true trap. This is true what reggaeton used to be, true to its word, that it, it is the foundation of what the genre is supposed to be. So I think that's why a lot of people have made the switch over to trap. And I think, uh, and I think reggaeton maybe by, you know, popularizing itself and, and kind of away washing some of its own foundations has led people to get to this uh, stage in which where it's more, it's more likable trap than it was reggaeton. And, and I don't know, I just, I just think it's, it's an interesting concept. I don't know what you guys have to say. I don't know if I like how reggaeton has is so pop. I think to an extent I appreciate it, but to an extent the main fan base for it are people who have no clue. You know what I mean? Like they're just the followers. Like they will follow anything. If it's mainstream, if it's big, they'll follow it. But they and and, and Bad Bunny is a great example because I remember I first listened to Bad Bunny, so I showed it one to one of my friends. I'm like, hey, there's this cool song. Uh, he's, you know, he's Puerto Rican. He was, uh, he used to work with me. And then we used to talk about it. And I was like, this is cool song, Bad Bunny. He's like, by who? I was like, Bad Bunny, like, listen to it. And he criticized the, like, the name. And I was like, just, just listen to it, you know? So he listened to it. He's like, okay, it's all right. And I was like, no, like, you know, it's a good song, you know? So from that, not that many people. Now they're like, oh, yeah. But at the beginning, they never listened to Soy Build. Obviously, from there, it goes to whenever you featured uh, with Jay Balvin's song and then with Becky G. And then slowly started escalating till obviously he made his breakthrough. And like you said, Ivan, or, or which Ivan, <laughs> I'm getting confused now, <laughs> about his album, his latest album, there is like no trap in it. It's like super reggaeton pop. It's like mainstream, which is, it's good to an extent, but when you put it on a platform of all, you know, they're all like, oh yeah, like Bad Bunny. It's like, no, he never knew how it started from the beginning. He started with Trap and he dipped in, you know, with Jay Balvin's like, Cuando Sales, Cuando, what's that song called? Jay Balvin's, when he featured Bad Bunny in Cuando Sales Sola. Oh, um. What is it called? Jesus, how am I? Same. I know. I thought we all know what you're saying. But it's that throwback song, you know what I mean? <laughs> La Cancion? No, sorry. No, that's no, no, that's no. that was their album. Uh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you yes. go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He featured in that. And obviously, we know with Becky G. Mayores, he definitely blew up way more from there. They're like, oh, who is this guy? So, you know, it's crazy to think that uh, uh, an artist so pop now started with trap and then has slowly emerged and dipped in and dipped out but forgot what i was concluding with that i got so lost <laughs> i'm trying to remember the song <laughs> what do you think ivan uh you will I, look it's 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 definitely a good argument as to what you know this whole concept of it and and Kari, i think what you mentioned is exactly why people are moving to trap because they're tired of the mainstream reggaeton. They're tired of not necessarily the music or the artist. I think they're tired of the bandwagon. I think that's what people are tired of seeing that, yeah, it's, it's just mainstream. Like, you were not here when the industry was on fire, when it, yeah. you were looked upon, when you were shunned because you were listening to this type of music. You weren't around to carry this genre when it wasn't mainstream you you look down upon it yourself and now you're here preach Ivan. And, and now preach. and now you're here you know because it's on the radio because they're playing it seven times in the eight o'clock in the morning show it's just right like like it's it and i think that's why people said you know what 
I'm tired of this bandwagon. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to transition and move to a place in which where I can get that same feeling back of when reggaeton was mine again, when, when, when the true listeners of reggaeton are able to kind of grasp that and say, you know what, this is Musica Urbana again. This is, you know, this is why I fell in love with reggaeton. And they give me a sense of that again. And I don't know, Ivan, what do you think about that? Man, to hear you uh, say that reggaeton is pop is like, eating me alive personally over here i'm just like stop calling it pop even though i understand why you're doing that and why and why it's being looked at that way um and again we're gonna have to reference this bad bunny album which all my friends listen to bad bunny are probably like you're hating on him but you know what no i think it's it's the reality i think i think he got a taste of the pop and reggaeton was and saw how successful you could be in it and how many more doors it opened for him to collaborate if he dropped the very kind of heavy um, trap sound that he had in early songs with like Arcangel on um, that song, Me Acostumbre. Like that was one of my favorite, like, you know, songs because it had Arcangel, you know, really spitting flow, had Bad Bunny really spitting flow. And when, Bun- when Bad Bunny really gets it together, he has those lyrics that leave you like, wait, did he just say that? Or like, yeah. go back a few seconds. What did he just say? Because you're trying to catch up on the metaphors. They're just like line after line after line, punchline after punchline. And, you know, I kind of really missed that from that guy. And why do I miss that? Well, because like, it's like we're saying, unfortunately, uh, even though it hurts me to say, you know, he's gone more towards like the popular side of reggaeton. And that's kind of what artists are doing. And I think that the wave of the people that you're defining when you say, like, no, you weren't here when we were trying to do that, I think we can all think of people, maybe even specifically, maybe not. I don't know if there's a personal <laughs> vendetta out there, you know? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? we, can, we can definitely all think of people of, like, Lisa. you know, when you mention, hey, what is a reggaeton? And they're like, oh, why do you listen to that? Or even those same people, probably, right? When you first mentioned the name Bad Bunny, who? The what? what bunny exactly like, what does that mean and it's just like man all right but then like you're saying ivan and kari those are the same people that are now holding on to those artists and that genre that is trapped um almost you know just like it's like if they were really there the whole time and at the same time it's not to say that you can't be a part of something or listen to something new and and not be a fan of it i just think that for someone like or people like us that really kind of hold Hold this dear and near in our heart it's a little frustrating right to mm-hmm. kind of see what the pop what's popular what's not what the radio's doing to the genre what the radio's doing to kind of like you know where people put their ears and and put their um their spotify or apple music dollars you know yeah that that is very interesting it is and and you know, I don't want to say that it, reggaeton is dying by any means necessarily. I think reggaeton is here to stay and, and, and it's definitely going to keep rising. But I just think we're slowly but surely losing the reggaeton that we once knew and fell in love with and now have to get accustomed to what this new reggaeton is. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't like this pop reggaeton. Right? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't. I, you know, you're going to catch me jamming out to these music, to these songs. They're, they're catchy. They're good. They're a reason that it's pop popular at this point right it, it th- there's a good catch but there is always going to be a part of me that's always going to want to go and feel like a sense of I-, I i want that music that i truly fell in love with back or still have to this day and i think that's what trap has done for many people at this point um and it's it's, it's interesting you know, to think um, about it yeah go ahead Cari. Sorry, just to say you know whenever i heard we are coming back for an album i knew they're going to bring back some of like old reggaeton that how, that how it's supposed to be well done. And they did. It's kind of like, I, I guess maybe they saw, oh my God, it's going like super pop. Let's, let's put our own same old, you know, we seen the end that we have before now. And it worked. It worked. But go ahead. No, Ivan. it did. It Please. did. But, um, we really have to find a way to kind of distinguish which Ivan we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I, I know Ivan P. Because like, I'm like Ivan, Ivan and I'm like <laughs> Ivan P. Ivan H. Um, you know, I'll just respond to everything and that's that. That that's, yeah. it makes my life a lot easier. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the interesting thing about this is I, 
whilst there is this argument between trap versus reggaeton and, and, and kind of these two fan base going at each other i think really uh, the thing that a lot of people are missing from this is one at this point cannot exist without the other and i think that's what a lot of people aren't taking into consideration they're trying to see such a small picture instead of trying to paint such a broader one in which reggaeton is needed by the trap industry by the trap genre to get more exposition by bringing in some people like daddy yankee like we seen in yandel some of these big reggaeton hitters to come in and do trap so that way the trap artists can get notified like uh Cauti, like uh, uh, Alvaro Diaz, like, uh, you know, at, at that point, Bad Bunny, right? When you're bringing in a guy like Arcangel, very well reggaeton artist, coming in, giving Bad Bunny that uprise because, you know, he's a, someone in the trap industry. And, and so I think that's, that's where a lot of people kind of lose themselves in that translation is that I really think both can, can live in harmony. I just think that they need to get past that barrier of, Yes, we're a genre, and we don't solely belong to you. I, I think it's just look, we you guys live under the same umbrella. Let's face it, the music industry sees us as música urbana. They don't see us mm-hmm. as reggaeton. They don't see us as trap. Right? You go, you you, you go into Spotify. You you're listed under either Latin or urban uh, música urbana. You go down yeah. to spot, uh, to Apple Music, same thing. Latino, Latino pop. Then you also have uh, urban music. It, it's not the same, right? It, it's that's not what we. I would love to see a category that says reggaeton. Boom, click on it, right? Yeah. But I think that's the thing that you have to realize is, in order to overcome that, I think they need to work together rather than be bickering at each other as to saying who is the better genre or who is the real genre, right? Um. So I think that's the interesting thing about it. But I, I think another thing to note that is interesting as to why I think, you know, Trap is maybe on the upriser in regards to popularity rather than what reggaeton is now, because I think reggaeton is still up, up high, but why is a lot of people thinking Trap could overcome it is because, let's face it, music is solely run by the youth. There is a much, much more younger people than there are older people coming into this world right so mm-hmm. what what is the youth kind of you know appeal to and i think you you have to go back and you have to listen to uh certain songs that come out and kind of break the barrier and and get here worldwide and so i think that's when you see a lot more youth get you know pick this kind of genre up and put you guys a perfect example i think this song put the trap genre on a global stage and i think that's when a lot of people a lot of younger people started picking it up on it and and which is the reason why we have such a blurred line now to this day is because some of the artists that are included in this but when la ocasión gets dropped right la ocasión by osuna delegato arcangel and anuel produced by dj luyan and uh, mambo kings that song comes out it breaks thresholds it, it's no longer just something that you were hearing in Puerto Rico, something no longer you were hearing just kind of, you know, in your underground stuff. Or It broke. It, it broke into the worldwide scene, right? You, you were hearing it in Spain. You were hearing it um, in France. You were hearing it in the U.S., in Mexico, in Chile. Uh, you were hearing it all over the world. And now you're just like, this is new. Technically, it wasn't because there was other artists doing it, but this was new because <laughs> yeah. no one had heard this break out so well. And I think this is the song that really catapults this, this genre forward in, in the Latin trap history. And I'm curious to hear what you guys have to think about that. You know, how much do we really attest to this song or other songs to really give this trap genre the pedestal that it is at, at this point, Ivan? Yeah, I think um, it's really ironic, actually, that you say La Ocasión, because you, I had to look up when that came out just now. That came out in 2016. Yep. And I'm willing to bet that if you ask your Bad Bunny clan uh, if they know that song, you know, but they swear that they are trap people, they don't know that song. You know? Um, and again, not to say that it's good or bad, but I think mm-hmm. it goes to, just touches on the topic earlier of 
like how people are cemented in a genre or you know professing for a genre that it's really kind of put to the main stream by one artist um and some people might not, not agree with that but i think that definitely i mean you think about the guy people that are on that um song the ghetto arcangel osuna anuel osuna was kind of like really just like the melodic aspect of that song they kind of just gave them the chorus or gave them like you know kind of like gelled it all together but everyone else on that song they're spitting. the lyrics the sound they're, they're spitting and it sounds like trap it sounds like what today's trap sounds like um so yeah i think i think that that was a really great example of what of what trap is was um and and how it broke the, the barrier like you're saying but i think it's also goes back to one of the other things we touched on earlier the evolution of music and how and how it evolves you know like you think about reggaeton as a genre similar to kind of hip-hop as a genre they're really young genres and trap latino trap english trap you know and all the different sounds you hear in these trap sounds um nowadays it's just an evolution and i think that even though that was maybe like the standard or, or what break the, the threshold i think it's really again really interesting to see these artists continue to kind of put their twist on what modern trap or today's trap is yet with their own personality and i think someone like gasu comes to mind you know how she's really kind of like okay yeah I, you know I, I i'm a little rough around the edges and i'm and i kind of am a trap artist but then when she when she puts out a single you kind of really don't know what you're going to get and i as a fan of her personally like that yeah you know you, you're left yeah. with this kind of what's going on you know what am i going to get today am i going to get a uh, trap am i going to get reggaeton am i going to get r&b uh you know trap or reggaeton whatever you want to put that category under because i know that's that's another topic at hand um but yeah i i think at the end of the day i don't think one should be looked down upon the other like like i told you they both coexist with each other they both have to live off each other in order to succeed um and so gotti once you know we talk about locacion kind of making it worldwide kind of breaking it and kind of making this thing popular what really set it apart what really brought it all together was the Bote, the remix that i think you can i think you're missing another one but before i want to mention when alcacion was like in its beat there's a club here in dallas called medusa where they play like a song that ain't getting all that when La Ocasión dropped, like, the DJ put that song, everybody in that room was, like, singing top of their lungs. Like, it was such a very cool experience. Like, oh, my God, like, all these people in this room know this song. Like, they're not just, like, oh, you know, like, everybody knew. Like, you could hear everybody's voice on top of the actual song because everybody knew the song. So that, to me, was, like, dang, this is a huge impact that this Travis song has definitely made. And that was 2016. We need to remember about pretty boy dirty boy maluma because obviously youngster you know kind of ha- had his mainstream like is Diki and all these other songs you know he went to a pretty boy dirty boy album very popular why because obviously you know besides the physique they're very catchy songs you know they're, they're songs that did become mainstream when he also dipped into trap was when he did cuatro babies and obviously that yes. definitely had a controversial aspect because we see a, a young kid who has had a lot of just mainstream hits and you know very very pg per se and then he dips into like the super x-rated you yeah. know trap and you know misogynistic view of of how the video and the lyrics were and that definitely caused a couple you know some controversial but yes when devil day came out i loved it and obviously that's where a lot of people started jumping on trap because of that song and then you add bad bunny and that's like you know yeah. the whole other twist to it too can i just say that to me personally the what they is not trap no you know it has more of that kind of like that that um it does that have a little kick, it has more of that 808 kick almost like dance hallish like yes you kind of it does us. it does you know? i think so I, I think because but, of the artist and some of the lyrics maybe that's why they kind of you know kind of categorize yeah. it as trap but I do agree with you. See, but again, I think that just goes back back to kind of like the whole conversation of like the artists can go back and forth, 
mm-hmm. and they're perfectly fine, but we're the ones that are stuck saying like <laughs> it is or it isn't, or like yeah. why are you calling it that? Why are you calling it that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Bote uh, definitely was another song that just I guess most recently uh, kind of just like you know was like the skyrocket into you know forever and on because of again though I want to say that as much as people probably you know enjoyed Osuna on there or enjoyed Nicky Jam and all those guys on the remix people pro- listen to that song because of Bad Bunny yeah you know yeah. so again I think it's interesting that there he is again that guy uh, you know being the one that's kind of I think I think at this point we just got to make a whole podcast dedicated to Bad Bunny and his influence on what the genre is today because I think that's at this point we've you know, credited we, we, so we, much we, to him yeah, we definitely yeah. probably could, and I think that if we could definitely probably go on for hours, um, just on really what cause to think that it's only been four years more mm-hmm. or less, and he's really kind of taken the whole world by storm, regardless of what he's doing. You know, people, uh, he's a likable guy, and and when he puts out music, you're excited to hear it, regardless of what genre you categorize it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so I mean. Th- those are, are good shouts. Uh, Gotti made a great point with Maluma's song. I, I think that is what really put Trap also in, 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 in the negative tone of things as well, because of course, with that song yeah. and all the. But he knows it worked out because then he yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, produced GPS, which I love that song. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, he, he also has been dipping back and forth. For sure. And I think to me personally, there's no guy that's more pop than Maluma. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, cause, you know, and you know, Ivan H. I love him. Like, but see, I've been from the <laughs> beginning. You know what I mean? Like all these girls popping out. No, was like, no, like I knew him from the beginning. But hey, you know, it's interesting. Though. So I gotta ask: Do you like his haircut, or do you not like his haircut? <laughs> I mean, he, he, you know, Maluma is always whatever he does to himself. Like I'm just like, yes, do it, slave. You know, not the hair. So <laughs> for sure. we're gonna have Kari just record a whole three-hour podcast on Maluma. I think people would really enjoy that. There's so much you can talk about Maluma and Bad Bunny, Jay Bobbin. Like I, Ivan was talking, Ivan H was talking about um, Jay Bobbin's first CD. I actually have that CD. You know what I mean? Like I, all those songs on there, so good. But ask one of those people nowadays if they know a song out of that out of that CD. No one probably knows a song out of that CD. <laughs> Uh well yeah I mean that that's kind of the 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 situation at hand you know we have trap versus reggaeton and um you know we we talked about these main artists that sing reggaeton did, you know dipping into the trap world like we mentioned our of course already Maluma uh you know we name dropped you know J Balvin already you know we talked about Daddy Yankee with Yandel this is the interesting thing about things when you think of a mainstream artist you think like I mentioned, Bad Bunny, Osuna, and Anuel, right? These these guys are mainstream yes. at, at now. But sadly, Anuel is. Bad Bunny. You said sadly. <laughs> I mean, especially when he was in jail. Like I would still listen to. The, I don't know how he recorded. That is a great story to tell. He did that. that is a great story to tell. Um, I'll tell you guys. But he still would take. You know, he was still would produce like trap songs. It wasn't until obviously he got out, he was able to produce more, and then now he's more into mainstream, which it could be a who's ever likes him more of a mainstream versus a trap but i diverse no yeah and, and that's what that's the interesting thing that i was going to is that these guys are known as mainstream but anuel started and and says that he's a trap artist bad bunny started mm-hmm. in the trap industry but now they're becoming main mainstream they've done reggaeton songs so are they reggaeton artists or are they trap artists that is the real lining question so I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't think they can be either, like strictly either or. I agree. I think they're just versatile. They're just artists. And, yeah, and I think, yeah. um, I think that we could, again, flip a coin and it's kind of like whatever lands on. That's what they are. Um, even though they both started with one sound and have kind of evolved and and filled in to other sounds as needed or as called upon, I think that's kind of what what makes them good artists and what makes them puts them on the pedestal they are today. Because, I mean, if Bad Bunny had stuck to, you know, giving us the trap that we all originally liked, I mean, he'd still be pretty big, but he wouldn't be 
you know, on the radio, like he said, at 8 a.m. every seven of uh, the seventh song, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be that guy. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe his impact on the music world wouldn't be as big. And as far as Anuel goes, I think the same thing. You know, he, he was a, he's a guy that he wants to be, you know, hard sounding and really kind of get in your ear with the trap sound. He can do it. But lately, you know, you kind of hear him with the auto tune and singing and and he's really, in love. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just remember Carol G wasn't in the picture when he came out. No, <laughs> that's true. That is true. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think that you can label them as one or the other. I'd be honestly very. I'd be curious to hear what they consider themselves. Yeah. Because um, yeah, as a fan who just listens, I don't think I could label them trap or reggaeton. Yeah, because so. I, I mean, you, I mean, Bad Money even dipped into corridos. Like, oh yeah, what other that, artist that has true. done that? You know what I mean? Right, but again, that's his versatility, you know. And I think yeah. that that's that's what makes him really kind of like the guy that's paving the way. That is yeah. true, but uh, I mean, that would be great to to know. So, I mean, Anuel, if you're listening to this, call us one eight hundred seven eight four three three two. Let us know it, who are you really a, a a trap or a reggaeton artist? Um, but yeah. I, and and I think when I'm all he's gonna say is Real Sala Muerte. That's what he he's is. Like, <laughs> but that's true. That's who he is, right? He is. He. And then because I, you know, you can have a whole podcast on on one. I think that's another interesting one. Is you know what he's contributing to this new wave of music, this new wave of artists. Um, because let's face it, I I think when you think about trap and 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 you don't really get into the nitty gritty of it, but when you just have this concept of trap. You think who are the two godfathers of it? Well, Anuel and Bad Bunny, right? It is when you think what about reggaeton? Who are the true kings? You think that Inky Wisinandel, right? Those, those, those are your kind of your main guys. So I think it's interesting that in their own kind of genre to say they are the ones who lead the way, rather than in the reggaeton industry where you have some of the older heads as the ones kind of leading uh, the lines. But uh, still. It's interesting because now you have this new wave, this new, uh, this new era of new artists, this new genre. I mean, I think we were mentioning, and they have such a big influence of what is arising, like this trap that you're seeing a lot of these guys fall into that category or or push it and make it even more, f- I guess, mainstream in a sense. Yeah, definitely. I think that I mean, you look at the guys that we discussed, you know, even just from saying each other music, like Lunai. You know, Lunai had Daddy Yankee next to him, you know, technically as a new artist, you know, and and I think that that within itself speaks volume to how much the OGs are paying attention to these younger cats and not only saying, hey, we're here for what you're doing, but they're willing to give them the beacon and let them kind of carry their torch into whatever you know, generation is doing. You have guys like Mike Towers that could arguably be one of your most influential guys in the current trap scene. Um, Cause he's one that definitely kind of sticks that sound. If it's his song if he's featuring, maybe he kind of ventures off a little bit, but for the most part, he definitely sticks to that. Um, I was really happy that on our notes, you put Alvaro Diaz down. Cause that guy is, um, he actually has his like kind of like YouTube documentary on him and his sound. If you guys haven't seen, check it out. Um, and it's pretty much he specific, specifically talks about how trap is him, trap is his sound, and why it's trap and it's not reggaeton, it's not pop, it's not anything else. Um, so you guys should check that out. It's really interesting, and pretty much he kind of sticks to like yeah, the same kind of like the Bad Bunny type of thing. You know, like early on, really kind of a lot of references to basketball and kind of like the pop culture references, but in a very trap way. Um, and you have other guys, um, like Alex Ross, which I saw you also had on the list that definitely, you know, kind of leading the way with the trap these days. And I think that what they're doing, whether they're sticking to trap or they're involving reggaeton artists on their feature their songs, or they're, you know, stepping away for a song or two to do a reggaeton song, I don't think you can fault them. I think that that's how they're evolving and growing as artists. And they're labeled and going to be labeled trap because it's mostly what they do. But at the end of the day, they're putting out content that people want to hear, and they're collaborating with like-minded artists, and they're putting out great stuff. Totally. Gotti? 
No, I agree. I think, especially like, you know, Lunai, who has grown so much, um, he can't help but like all, all the content that he brings out. You have Alex Rose, like Ivan H has said. I mean, I think Alex Rose is kind of an underrated artist because I've listened to the whole album. It's all good. Like, I love the whole album. There's this new artist, Young Cease, that I don't know if you guys have heard. I don't know if I think I may have sent you a song. Really good kid. It's all this new wave of, of you know, young artists coming in. And I'm interested to see where they take them because some of them, yes, they'll have like that reggaeton vibe. But I think me and Ivan H have discovered there's also like a different turn that it's taking with more of like that slow, mellow. Then maybe we should have an episode about it because I really am very interested. And I think that's why maybe it's all connecting. It's all connecting the dots. Like Ivan, Ivan Pia has been saying how like reggaeton is so mainstream, like, you know, obviously they either identify with just like, you know, trap or they're still like trying to hold on to the mainstream reggaeton. But then I think me and, me and Ivan H can also categorize like that slow, mellow reggaeton that is people wouldn't classify it, but it does have some kind of wave to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, with the new artists coming in, I think it's very exciting to see their footsteps and what they are going to create from it. Are they going to maybe start you know, continuing that path on the mainstream, or are they going to take, or are they going to, you know, dip off into the trap, or are they maybe going to try and throw it back and kind of, you know, do the old school stuff, which I think at this point, it's a good refresher. Why not? No. Yeah. I think it, it, it definitely is. Um, so, I mean, that, that's kind of how, what you have it here, right? You have new guys coming in to the world of the, the music industry where are they reggaeton? Are they trap? I think they have, uh, like you said, some of these guys are very talented. They have just kind of that ability to be able to do both. And they're, they're that. They're artists. They're able to do what they want with their music. And as long as it's good, people, for the most part, will not complain. I think you're always going to have one or two sticklers. But I, I think for the most part, you know, good music is good music. And at the end of the day, um, even though we find ourselves blurring the line a little bit more than what we had back in the day, um, I, I think it's just it it shows good things. It shows good signs. I think you want that line to keep on blurring because then that means that they're both getting to a pedigree of where they're both great, great content to listen to. Um, I will say this, though, if um, if there is the argument to be made that reggaeton has now become pop in the sense that it's no longer what it used to be, I would worry I, I would I would take that same word of precaution and move it over into the trap world and say you guys are closely getting to that same industry where you guys will become mainstream you guys will become pop maybe not so much that they'll you know they would have to change their lyrics to be a little less explicit but i think i think trap is really close really closing in on reggaeton in that sense that yeah at one point they're just both going to be kind of this popular kind of music industry thing that really at that point what is one without another so i don't know it's interesting to to think of a concept where trap is maybe like you know what is it trap get on reggae trap what is it going to be you know right or does it kind of just fall off like reggaeton did after a little while you know it'll be interesting to see what the what the future holds for the again such a young genre or subgenre, whatever it is we would decide to call it yeah that's true but um, I think that's pretty much, we hit all the points, we hit all the kind of things. I, I think at the end of the day, we're not really here to change your mind as to which one is better than the other. Um, I will say this, though, and I do want to ask the both of you, where do you guys fall under? Are you more of this reggaeton fan, or are you? Because I'm not talking about old, because I, I, I think reggaeton as a whole is what we love. Because it, it we're talking about the back, the, the, the middle, and the future of, of reggaeton. But right now as the genre is are you guys more of a fan of reggaeton or latin trap got it i'm gonna say reggaeton ivan because it still has so many layers under it that i can still probably find music that's not super pop but. yeah i'm gonna have to agree and say dios bendiga reggaeton <laughs> i'm actually a really big fan of trap um but I, I will say this, though, reggaeton is always going to take it for me as well. Even as mainstream as it's become, um, 
for me, I think it's just a win. I, I, I think it's, it's finally... We'll put it in the context in which I think we all can, can agree to, being soccer fans. It's like, you know, watching your favorite player who started in not the highest of leagues make it to, like, the Premier League, right? It's like, you've made it. You're finally making it. You're, 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 you're topping billboard charts. Yeah, you're, you're making, uh, you know, Stacy from Alabama listen to you because, you know, you're, you're, you're popular now before when, you know, you were looked and shunned upon. So I think for now, um, I think the best thing for reggaeton is to continue uh, producing the great music that it is. And if it is popular music, then so be it. I, I think there's still some, like I said, some really good reggaeton music coming out by some of these newer, newer artists. And I think you're always going to have that. You're still going to be able to go back to that. Um, and, and the great thing about music is it never expires. You can always go back and listen to the roots of things, right? Whenever you, you're kind of tired of the new stuff. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, right? Music, evolution, it happens. This is the thing. Trap, reggaeton, who cares? It's great music. It's content that we like to listen to. You know, we're, we're, we're a reggaeton in English podcast, but does that mean we're solely going to talk reggaeton and we won't talk Latin trap because some people think that's a different genre? No, we're going to mention it because I think it's an important part of this whole musica urbana scene that um, I think is little by little taking over the world and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be there at the forefront to, to see it happen. But uh, anything else you guys want to add on before we kind of wrap this all up? Not really. No. I mean, you're free to listen to whatever you like. I hope this podcast is kind of giving you a little more information of kind of the differences or kind of some new information regarding both um that you may have not known because you're very new and you're very engaged into the new stuff but it does have so many layers so i hope you enjoy listening to our input about it definitely to bounce off of that i think that whether you're a new listener or an old listener i think that hopefully it just kind of makes you know your mind wander a little bit and, and you know kind of like the questions and ideas that we pose hopefully people that are listening are kind of having that own conversation within themselves or, you know, taking it to the table with their own friends or whatever it is. Cause I mean, I think that at the end of the day, the dialogue is what it's all about. And that's what makes, I think things exciting. Definitely. Definitely. Well, this has been episode two of the Hangeo reggaeton versus trap. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Hope you guys came out with a, you know, with, with a new train of thought as to, you know, the music that you're going to listen to or that you're going to continue to listen to or maybe venture into something new from this podcast because of it. So uh, we want to thank you guys for sticking around until uh, up to this point. Now, you guys can find these two on Twitter. Gary, where is it that they can find you over on Twitter? At Gary Torres underscore seven. All right, that is Gary underscore, Gary Torres underscore seven. I will leave her Twitter handle on the show notes. Ivan, where can they find you, my good friend, on Twitter? I underscore H underscore three. There you guys have it. Uh, his uh, his Twitter handle will also be in the link in the description down below. And of course, you guys can find me. My name is Ivan over on Twitter at Ivan Pineda 83. So you guys can stay in touch with us. Talk a lot more reggaeton stuff on there. Um, and I don't know, you know, hopefully you guys tell us that you guys like this or maybe cool ideas that you guys would love to listen to in regards to the world of reggaeton. We'll be back, hopefully, with a lot more ideas and a lot more great discussions on all things reggaeton. This has been The Hangel with you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys. And as always, que viva el reggaeton.